are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Hey, welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. Covering a lot of ground in different areas today, aren't we? It's pretty... (laughs) Probably one of the most diverse uh, shows we've had. This has been one of the most wide-ranging shows, I think, from a topical perspective that we've had in a long time. And that's okay because we have 500 other segments, I think, or I don't even remember how many we have. We're probably going on 600 now. So uh, it's good to just add a little variety and color to uh, uh, those things because it seems like we always talked about um, mergers and acquisitions, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, and... It's interesting because there's an article in the Becker's Hospital Review that shows that M&A activity jumped 70% in five years, eight findings uh, to those uh, mergers and acquisitions. It was in Becker's, which is a great uh, healthcare publication. If you want to go ahead and read, you go to beckershospitalreview.com, and they talk about M&A activity and all the things that Kaufman and Hall found in that uh, in their report. What did report. it say, up 70% in five years? Up 70% in five years, and there were 112 hospital transactions just in 2015, which was an increase over the 95 transactions in 14. Interesting, interesting. What um, what do you think all of that those mergers means for cybersecurity and all, all of these things? We talked, was it last week, about how... Uh, interoperability again continues to be a problem and what was it the va and department of defense have separate. one went with epic one went with cerner so they both went with compet- competing uh, electronic medical record systems right and the larger i think you get the harder it is to secure those things and you know as was discussed earlier this week uh, on tech happens with thor shock you know there's things out there like uh, blackmail ransom uh type viruses out there that they hold your data ransom until you pay uh, these uh, criminals whatever it is that they want you to pay and you know you're dealing with the criminals so you're not necessarily going to maybe even get that information back and what happens is if you don't pay it they wipe your data out and they destroy your digital uh, records but who knows they've encrypted it so deep that they've probably stolen all your personal information and so you know, whether it's your healthcare privacy or your banking privacy, you know, you're, you need to be on alert right now in the tech world because, folks, there are criminals out there who want to do nothing but destroy people's digital lives. Did we talk about the 10 largest cyber attacks of 2015? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Anthem was the largest one right. out of that. We spent a whole show breaking that whole that. thing down. Yeah, 78 million people including the CEO yes. affected. Yep, and that could probably and you know, that's just from Anthem, but when you actually look at the entire overall arching uh impact, you're talking impact as well to patients who live in Nebraska and have Blue Cross Blue Shield Nebraska but might have been treated over on the East Coast and when you uh are treated there Anthem would take it and send the information to Blue Cross. So your records are over there as well. And you probably face some type of problem as well with your 
uh, medical records being compromised or your insurance records being compromised on the Anthem side as well as the Blue Cross Nebraska side. And so I would say to you, if you hear about it, ask questions and make sure that, you know, you use a program maybe like a LifeLock or something. Are those things really that good? Yeah, they are. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know if it was just a gimmick. No, I don't think it's a gimmick. I think that, you know, when you start to talk about, you know, uh, your uh, identification and ID theft, which is going up immensely over the last few years, you know, if, you know, somebody steals your medical record, they've got your social security number, they have your date of birth, they have every piece of information that you need and then they turn around and sell your record for, you know, eighty, ninety, hundred dollars. You know, if you have millions of them, you know, that that the the, the the amount of money that a criminal can make off of people's health in, health care records is immense. And here's the More thing your that information doesn't change. That's static information, folks. And so, you know, that's why that information will go for a high fetch a higher rate on the black market than, say, a credit card because you can cancel the credit card. You how know? many times do they ask your date of birth, for example? Yeah, or how many times you uh, they ask for your Social Security number or any of that information anywhere you go? I you had know? a question for you. I'm reading this, um, going through these articles. Like, um, looks like there was a 3.9 million people affected uh, this medical informatics inf- engineering, but it says the hall was impressed impressive with name patient names usernames but what are it says hashed passwords uh what are hashed passwords well hashed passwords are uh passwords that are a little bit more complex than you know one two three four five to borrow the line from space balls <laughs> you know something very simple well hashed passwords are a little bit more complex than that so so they got that and the security questions and answers mm-hmm. email addresses dates of birth Health information and social security numbers. So yeah. That's what they this is just one case mm-hmm. that happened last and year. So when you think about a hashed password, think about of taking a variable length password and you create a cryptic fixed length password from it, and you do it by uh, using a salt value, which is a technology term uh, for a random value that helps you generate that password. So if you can find a way to hack that and get those hash passwords, you pretty much have a way to steal almost everything. So these guys are good. Oh, yeah. Whoever's doing it. These oh, totally. Guys. And nuts. It, yeah. And so, you know, whether it's Russia and or North security, Korea. Yeah, like you, you think because you have all these security questions, it's safe. It looks like the it doesn't even matter. These no. Things. So what does an organization need to do to prevent um, this from happening and making sure that their information does not get compromised. Well, one thing they need to do is make sure that they uh, are current on all their updates. So meaning not just Microsoft, but Adobe Flash, Adobe Shockwave, you know, all of these different third-party apps that you have on your PC or on your servers that uh, are constantly saying, update me, update me, and you ignore it. Guilty. Yeah, uh, JavaScript, for example, so Sun Java, or now Oracle Java, is probably one of the biggest ones that a lot of people ignore, but that's also the one that's most widely used in websites, and that's also one that uh, hackers and uh, malware experts are starting to use the most. And so, 
Make sure your Java is up to date on the most current version. <laughs> that's how you can protect yourself. And, and you know, make sure you use an antivirus system that's actually really good and that you constantly are updating those uh, definitions because that's how you can defend yourself against a lot of this stuff. That's good good advice, and, and you, you could probably help people with that if they ever need yes. it on a consulting basis. Absolutely, you? yes, yeah. and you can reach me at 402-779-9868, and I will make myself available to you uh, to assist you in that effort. Very cool. That's that's good stuff, and I think something to pay attention to. The other option is uh, we could uh, elect this gentleman to uh, be our... Uh, our enforcer of all of that. Who is this person? You'll find out next. We're going to play uh, one of my... I, I tripped a trigger playing that Ron Paul ad, so I want to play my second favorite uh, campaign ad ever uh, and get our final thoughts uh, on what's happening. I guess I didn't talk about uh, the Mr. T, Pity, and the Fool, so we'll talk about that and much more here on America's Healthcare Challenge. <laughs> 